What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Haley. And Jaden. Welcome back to Pursuing with the Pips. I'm going to say we are excited. That's a bad habit. <laughs> it's just That's easy to flow. such a bad habit. It's just a good flow. We are so excited to be back. We are pumped up <laughs> to be back with you guys. Thank you. Thanks again, everybody, for joining Pursuing with the Pips. We've been doing this, like we said, for almost a year now. I think yeah, September, crazy. September will make a year. And it has been a lot of fun. We've covered a lot of stuff. And I know that God's going to do a lot more stuff. And uh, in the future, you know, we've only done one interview. And I'm sure we'll do more in the future. And, I, you know, just see where this goes. Yeah, we're really excited. And I can't believe that it's been a year. I know. It doesn't feel like a year. It doesn't. We, I mean, I feel like we just, we just started doing this. but I know. And I haven't bought anything for the podcast in a while. I was buying a lot of equipment for a while there. But I guess we just kind of have a setup we like and works. Mm-hmm. So We really don't need anything else. No, we don't. <laughs> I just like toys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, so today we're going to talk about something that has kind of been a theme in my life lately. And like, it was kind of a theme at church today. It too. really was. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It kind of, well, I'm going to read a part of a devotional later on in the podcast that it kind of sparked for me mm-hmm. in, and then we'll talk about it more, but we're going to talk about praying today. As you can see by the title, we're going to. Uh, title this don't stop praying don't stop praying amen that's a good word um there's so many different ways we could go with this and um i feel like me especially and i know Jaden said this before like i don't pray enough yeah you know no matter how much you think you pray you probably don't pay, pray enough yeah <laughs> and there's a book that uh gabby donovan shout out to gabby she lended to me she read it her boyfriend read it, read it and then she gave it to me and i read it and then she was leaving for college so i had to give it back but then i bought it so now Haley's going to read it, and it's called Simple Devotion, and it talks a lot about prayer and the importance of prayer and building that prayer life, and so I highly recommend it. But Yes, I just read the first chapter. <laughs> yeah, so after that, we might have a little discussion over that as well. So Yeah, I'm sure we will. But I just feel like um, praying in general, but then also, like if you're believing for something from God and like you're um, want to ask Him for something or need a miracle or need healing or want to pray over a situation i feel like sometimes we get so caught up in seeing what god has done for other people and hearing other people's testimonies and um just being like wow that's so awesome i can't believe god did that for them and then we're somehow deep in the back of our minds we're like i wonder why he won't do this for me yeah. or i wonder why he won't heal me or i wonder why i wonder why my situation isn't changing yeah it's harder to and believe then, for yourself than for somebody else sometimes yeah and then sometimes, in my case, I found out something about me. I was just like, I wasn't praying about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't praying about the situation. Because sometimes I feel like we are so caught up in what God's doing for everybody else that we forget to pray about our own situation. Right. Or we just think God doesn't care because yeah, he has other things going on. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes it's, it's rooted in, you know, there's just so much going on. You know, you kind of just forget to pray for yourself or we kind of... If we're going to be honest, sometimes we have a little doubt that God can, yeah. you know, can do it for us, and so that's something that I feel like we're addressing today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, there was. I want to read this. I'll just yeah, read this we can devotion go ahead and first. Jump in like that, that'd be good. Um, because this is what sparked it. So I was reading this devotion. This is like the second time I read it, but this is the first page, and it's it's a wife devotional. It's the power of a praying wife devotional by Stormy O'Martian. I don't know. It looks like O'Martian, <laughs> yeah, doesn't it? Does. Anyway. So the first uh, page I read, 
Um, it's called When I Desire Greater Persistence in Prayer. And the scripture that goes along with it is First Thessalonians five sixteen through 18 that says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So that's telling us right there, God's will is for us to pray Absolutely. constantly. That's you know? the scripture, yeah. Um, and so I want to read this little um, insert from this, and it is about prayer. So when God told Abraham... He intended to determine if Sodom was deserving of destruction. So, you know, there is this evil city in uh, called Sodom, like super evil. And God was like, okay, these people are so terrible. I'm just going to have to destroy the city. Right. And so God told Abraham, hey, I'm about to do this. Okay. And so Abraham then interceded, praying on behalf of however many righteous people might be there. Can I take a pause for a second? Just, it's so crazy to me that God came to Abraham with his plans. Yeah. You know, like, I want to be that close to God. And that only comes through a lifestyle of prayer. You know, Abraham spent so much time in God's presence and praying that him and God were that close that he said, hey, this is what I'm about to do. And Abraham had some input on it. Yeah. And I think God went to Abraham because he knew Abraham would do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, he knew that Abraham would step in, not like, you know, and Mm -hmm. pray. Yeah. Try to. Anyway. He asked God, Abraham, if he would destroy Sodom, if 50 righteous people were found there. And the Lord said he would not. So God said, no, if you can find 50 righteous people, then I won't do it. Yeah. Abraham then asked if he would destroy the city, if 45 righteous people were found there. And then 40 people, then 30, then 20. So each time, Abraham asked God if he would not destroy it, if there were that many righteous people found in that city. Because that city was so... um evil full of sin and full of sin that you know god was like this is it's so terrible like i right. he was gonna put his judgment on the city right but abraham's like well what if i can find 50 saved people you know like 50 people not saved because yeah. you know jesus righteous ain't come but yeah. 50 righteous people, people that are God's good heart. that are yeah. after you and this is from genesis 18 and 19 yeah this is from genesis um and so God's like, okay, if you can find it, even though we know that God knows mm-hmm. everything, you know? Um, and so then he asked for 40, he asked for 30, then he asked 20, because I guess each time he'd go and he couldn't find that many righteous people. Yeah. And then each time Abraham asked, God said he would not destroy it for that many people. Finally, Abraham said, suppose 10 should be found there. And God said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. But as it turned out, only four righteous people were there, so God destroyed it. But Abraham had stopped asking at 10. Mm-hmm. So finally, I, Abraham was probably like, I'm sorry, but what about 10? You know, like, <laughs> sorry, I keep asking you to change it. But, you know, me, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. But what about 10? Yeah. And then God's like, well, yeah, I'll do it for, I won't destroy it if there's 10 righteous people. And then, like it said, turns out there's only, there was only four in the whole city that were righteous. Mm-hmm. And um, so God destroyed the city. But like this said, but Abraham had stopped asking at 10. We need the kind of persistence in prayer that causes us to continue asking as Abraham did. And too often we stop short. Yeah. Perhaps Abraham stopped asking because he couldn't imagine that there wouldn't be at least 10 people righteous in Sodom. Or perhaps by then God had proved his point and revealed his intentions. God knew the city was wicked enough to destroy but here's the thing about God. This is my favorite part. Um, he saved the four righteous people. Yeah. He got them Which out. were Lot, his wife, and their two daughters. Which, you know, his wife. 
turn into a pillar of salt. There's two daughters. <laughs> Did some dads oh, in the yeah. Anyway, but that just shows how good God is because even though Abraham stopped asking at 10 because there were only four, God was like, I'm still going to destroy the city because it's so full of sin and so wicked. But even though you didn't ask for me to save the four people, I'll save them and I'll yeah. give them a way out. What a good guy. And it says, your prayers are powerful to save too. So keep asking and continue seeking and don't ask for crumbs when God wants to give you the banquet. Mm. When it comes to praying, this is for your spouse. This goes into this. Like When it comes to praying for your husband and your marriage, ask God to help you persist in prayer for even what may seem impossible. Ask for your marriage to not only be saved, but to be good. And for it to not only be good, but for it to but for it to be great. God doesn't say no to what is his will. If your husband has a strong will, <laughs> this is so funny. If your husband has a strong will that refuses to submit to God's will, persist in praying that God's will went out. Um, I just think that's so good. It says, don't ask for crumbs when God wants to give you the banquet. Amen. That's that is stuff. so good. Like I'm just putting myself in Abraham's shoes. Like I would probably feel like, okay, sorry, God, I'm annoying you by now. You know, <laughs> like 10, Sorry, I'm not even going to ask anymore. Right. What if it was nine and he stopped asking, you know? Yeah. Like, but it was four. But that's what, why God is so good because he knew that there was four righteous people there. And he still and saved even the, the though, four. even though Abraham stopped asking at 10, he, say, he gave those four people an escape. Mm-hmm. And even though we... It's important for us to keep asking God, you know, like we can keep asking him. He doesn't get tired of us asking. No, he doesn't. Um, I told Jaden, I was like, oh, I just feel so, I don't know, is that too desperate for me to like, you know, and you know when you're like praying over the same situation every day and you're like, well, he heard me the first time, but right. I don't think there's any problem, anything wrong with No, do you have endurance to keep, keep believing? In, in the praying. situation doesn't look like it's changing, do you have the faith to believe that God's working behind the scenes and you keep on asking stay in his face Mm -hmm. there's a story in the New Testament that Jesus tells about this uh, I think she's a widow I don't know for sure what's going what the whole backstory is I'm sorry but basically she goes to the king every day and bugs him about something and the king doesn't do anything for her and then finally out of just weariness of hearing this woman bug him he finally (laughs) gives her what she wants you know and then kind of going back to the other story of Sodom of uh, Abraham and Sodom like God saving the four. He's a good father. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jesus also says uh, in an illustration that he said, if your children ask you for bread, would you give them a stone? Right. And he says, so how much more, you being evil, you would give them good gifts. How much more your heavenly father would give to those who ask him, you know? And mm-hmm. so he's a good father. He knows what we have need of and he knows what we want as well. And like, I just think it's so cool how good God is because Abraham stopped asking at 10, so God could have been like, well, you didn't ask, so you didn't ask anymore, so those righteous people that are there, destroyed, Mm -hmm. you know, but he cares about everyone, but he hears the cries of his people, especially, and he wants to, when we're children of God, when we're adopted into his family, he cares about us, and he's going to take care of us. Um. And what's that scripture you were going to bring up? Oh, yeah. I was I'll let read, you take it away with that. I was going to read um, James chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. So as Haley was kind of telling me what her what she was feeling for this podcast, this scripture came to my mind, so I just want to read them today. It says, You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you might spend it on your pleasures. Mm-hmm. And so here he's saying... 
you know, the, the first scripture, I'll go ahead and read uh, four and one as well. He says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? So basically he's saying everybody is wanting things. Everybody is, is desiring things. And he says, you don't have anything. You don't have what you want. And you're trying to get it from other people. You're trying to get it through wars and fighting and stealing and arguing. And you're trying to make things happen on your own. He says, but you don't have what you're looking for because you're not asking me for it. Mm-hmm. And then he says, and some of you are asking, but you're asking for the wrong reasons, you know. Yep. And so just staying in that relationship, staying uh, and praying, you know, and living for God and continuing to pray for things. You know, you pastor said something this morning when he was teaching that stood out to me. And he said, uh, faith begins where the will of God is known. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when you read your Bible and you see that God is a good God and he wants people to be saved, then you can have faith for salvation that he can save you because you see that the will of God is for your salvation. The same thing with being healed. The same thing yeah. with, you know, all all these things. The same thing with having a good marriage and all this thing. You know what the will of God is. You don't have to worry about, oh, Lord, is this your will? God, there's a scripture that says, beloved, I wish above all things that you uh, prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And so you mm-hmm. know the will of God. So now you just got to believe for it. Yep, exactly. That's why I had just believed for healing in my knee and uh, recently. And I was, I kept thinking, God, Jesus, God didn't send Jesus just to die on the cross for my salvation, but exactly. also my healing. Right. And so I was like, he took stripes on his back for my healing. Yes, and he so he I am it. claiming that healing. So it's already paid for, so I don't have to have it anymore. And I really believe that God has healed my knee. And that was just another thing that kind of um, stirred up for this because I was wondering, like, God, why I'm supposed to be in the middle of marathon training? Why is my knee acting up? I can't run anymore. What's going on? And then I kept thinking of all the solutions I could do. I was like, I wonder if I could go get this and this. And then finally, I was like, God, why aren't you healing my knee? And he was like, you haven't even asked me, <laughs> you know? Like, you literally have not even asked me to heal your knee. Yeah. And so then ever since that moment, I've just been like, I asked him and I believed it and I've had the faith and I really believe that my knee is healed. And, and you're going to have to stand on that faith, yeah. you know, because when you're standing on faith, and you believe in God for something, the enemy's not going to give up easy. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue to try to whisper. He's going to continue to try to get you to focus on your knee and, and baby it and all this stuff, right? And yeah. So you got to stand on the faith. And I told Jaden that something that the enemy loves to do, no matter what your situation is, like say it's my knee, he can try to get into my mind and say, that's so, that's so little. God doesn't care about that. That's right. too small. Like God has plenty of other big things to deal with. And then like say someone with a really big situation going on, he gets in their uh, heads and says, that's too big. God can't do that. Right. Your situation's way too Come big. On. Come on. He's Either just way. so contradictive to himself. Right. Like, dude, get a life. Yes. <laughs> get a life. Right. Um, Salem shared something on Facebook the other day. I've seen it before. But it was so funny. He was like, oh, because I thought someone who got kicked out of heaven said something, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Boy, that's hilarious. You can't laugh. You literally can't. But if he can keep us from believing God for something, then he can keep us from receiving what God has for us. Mm-hmm. And if he can keep us from receiving what God has for us, he can keep us from having a testimony. Because the devil loves defeated Christians. Yes, exactly. He loves defeated Christians because defeated Christians don't have a testimony. testimony. And Christians without a testimony don't have any uh, ministry, yeah. right? So as you tell your testimony what God's done in your life, other people will be drawn into the kingdom. Yep. And so by you standing on the faith and seeing God heal your knee, you're going to have a testimony. Yep. And then people are going to be saved through that testimony. Wow, God did that for you. And people, other people, other Christians who have believed the enemy's lies can be healed because they hear your testimony. Yeah, and then that's, I don't know what scripture it is, but it's like you've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Exactly. That's why when God 
does something for us, it's important that we do tell our testimony. Yes. And I was going to, this goes perfectly with the next point that I just uh, thought about. Uh, you were, you were overcome by the word or by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Okay. And so sometimes overcoming is having that testimony, right? You mm-hmm. overcome by the word of your testimony. And so change the way you speak about your situation even before you receive the promise. Yep. Don't let, don't pray for God to heal your knee and then contradict yourself with your words. Yeah. So you say, okay, God, I want you to heal my knee, but all day long you're saying, all my knee's killing me, all my knee's hurting, all my knee's this, all my knee's I'm not going to be able to run again. You know? All those kind of things, yeah. And so don't contradict the blessing that God wants to do in your life. Don't, don't contradict your prayers with your words. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're believing God, kind of like the book, if you're believing God for something for God to do a work in your husband, don't call your husband, you know, Rude names. Atheist and, or yeah. whatever to your friends, you know, whatever it is. Just saying, yeah. watch your word because your words have power too. So don't contradict your prayers with your words. Mm-hmm. Even like when I was, when I started running again this week, when I would feel like a little bit of discomfort while I was running, I would say, thank you, Lord, for my healing. I I declare healing right now in the name of Jesus. Devil, you can't have any access to exactly. my body or anything. In Jesus' name, I'm claiming that healing. Yes. Faith <laughs> the is a fight. The whole time I was running. Faith is always a fight yep. in any situation, even in salvation. And I feel like we could go on and on about this, and um, we might need to do a part two to this. <laughs> but um, one thing my dad taught this morning, and it was so good, and it's um, – I can't remember what it was, like the title of it was, but it was like, you might not always get what you want, but you get what you need from yeah. God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, not that God won't ever give you something you want and desire, but sometimes we get so focused on our wants, like say any type of situation you're going through, our wants and our selfish desires so much that that's what we're like, we're praying for. Exactly. And so when we, our prayers don't get answered in the way we want, we'll start being like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. But really, a lot of times he'll turn it around where we get exactly what we need. Yes, he does every time. And so it, my dad made a good illustration about like before he got saved, before he met my mom, you know, you know, when you're in a relationship before you're with the one God has for you and you're like, you're in a relationship before you're with this person. But in the moment, that relationship feels like, oh, my gosh, I love this person. Mm-hmm. Like, God, please let this be the one. Right. Please let this be the one. And then it doesn't end up being the one. And then you're devastated, but you didn't know all the time that that person that you wanted wasn't the person that God knew you needed. And so then you get with the person God knows you need and your life is just flourishing and, you know, it's way better than you could have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, it seemed like, oh, I missed out. But no, you don't know. God's ways are higher. God knows more than us. And like he said, we forget that God thinks bigger picture. Yes, he sees from a different perspective than we do. Like God, we have to, we always forget God's outside of time mm-hmm. and like he's not of this world. You know right. what I'm saying? Like he knows every little thing about us and what we need to fulfill our purpose here on earth. Exactly. Yeah, and your dad during Sunday school this morning, he started off the story, I think it's in uh, Acts chapter 3 and 4, of John and Peter were going into the temple to pray and to meet with other believers. And this is uh, not long after they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And there was a man who got carried to the temple gates every single day to beg for alms because he was lame. He was crippled. Mm-hmm. And uh, when when John and Peter started walking through the door, he looked at him and said, hey, uh, you know, can you give me anything? And he said, money and gold, I don't have any. But what I do have, I give to you. Get up and walk, you know. 
and in the said, name of Jesus. In the name yeah. of Jesus, yeah. And so he got up and walked. And so he gave him something that he was asking for something he thought he needed. Want, no, some, or he something he thought he yeah he thought he needed, but he wanted. Yeah. You know, something he thought he needed, but God gave him what he really needed. Mm-hmm. And so what if he would have got what he was asking for? Well, he probably would have ate that night. Right. But where would he have been the next morning? Back at the gate, not been able to walk. And so now he can get a job, right? Now he can go to work. Now he can live a life. And it says that he left there praising God and went to the temple and was hooping and hollering and thanking God for all he did. And so now he has a testimony, right? Mm-hmm. So God gave him what he needed, and now he had a testimony. And it said thousands got saved by that. By 5,000 men, yeah. just men. They counted so the men, about, it was 5,000. Think so. about all the women and the children and all the, all the other people that were gathered around. Right. So that just goes to show you That's when God testimony. gives you what you need, it does more than just solve, or God yeah, gives you what you need, it does more than just solve a quick fix. Yeah. And it can also will be used to further his kingdom. Exactly. Because what he does helps not just you, but everybody around you too. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and um, with us tonight, today. <laughs> it's not Whenever time you're right listening now. to this. Whenever yeah. you're listening. You can listen to 2 a.m. But, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we love you and we appreciate you. And thanks for pursuing with us. Thank you.